Ho, 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 and welcome back to Season 2, Episode 1 of Quarantine for Your Thoughts. As always, I'm Santa Claus. And I'm his handy-dandy elf, John Irvin. And we're so excited to have you back. I wish we had Jingle Bells. I thought he was going to go for something Christmassy. Elf? I thought you were going to go with, like, and I'm Rudolph or Frosty the Snowman, maybe even Mrs. Claus. Elf? So, right into us, um, are elves Christmassy? (laughs) Do they make the toys? Speaking of elves, um, (laughs) there is a brand new Mariah Carey winter special on Apple TV, Mm -hmm. and Billy Eichner is the head elf Mm -hmm. for the North Pole. So, just for a little context for all of our listeners, I made Danny and Ryan listen to and watch this, uh spectacular i think it's like the mariah carey like christmas spectacular or something it is kind of a mess it's 45 minutes long it is it's kind of a mess um it's funny it's christmassy and if you take a drink every time she changes her costume or you can visibly see her lip syncing you get real drunk yep real fast Mm -hmm. that 45 minute 45 minutes goes by we may have watched it tonight (laughs) perhaps um the music was good. She does feature quite a few artists. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my favorite song was the one with Ariana Grande and... Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer Hudson. Yeah, that was really nice. It was a very good song. Ariana Grande definitely showed Mariah Carey up with her whistle tones. Um, well, what can you do? She also did a song with Snoop Dogg and who was... Some other guy. Some I don't. Other, I don't think we like, ever figured that out. He didn't really do much in the song other than dance around. He was kind of like Snoop Dogg's elf. Um, needless to say, it was interesting. It was unique. It was special. Uh, if you don't celebrate Christmas, um, sorry. They had actual clips from Peanuts mm-hmm. cartoon mm-hmm. Christmas specials in there. Yep, that's correct. Um, Woodstock shows up in the North Pole at one point to help Mariah Carey tune the satellite radio <laughs> or like satellite. <laughs> yeah, he like kicks the antennas on yeah, top you know of the tv rabbit ears that used to be on tvs like that's how you got internet or cable or whatever satellite he like shows up to fix those for a second and then he doesn't do it right mariah carey tells him he does it wrong and yeah. she's like can you move it this way and he's like are you kidding me <laughs> um and then they actually like for a good three to five minutes had just a straight clip from peanuts yeah, yeah it wasn't even like mariah carey was yeah. superimposed well, into no, it wasn't just cartooned into it just they weren't playing it yeah just played a bit from peanuts i was was wonderful it was spectacular if you have apple tv watch it if you don't there's probably a free trial yeah (laughs) she definitely teases all i want for christmas is you like seven times throughout the movie i would suggest be another drinking rule oh Um, yeah every time she teases all i want for christmas is you Sometimes Drink. you have to listen very closely, but you you can hear the you melody hear it, yeah. at least once or twice. Um, they definitely tease it several times throughout the movie. It's wonderful. Um, yeah, it was something. Um, but speaking of holidays, some of you may have seen, but Quarantine for Your Thoughts is on a holiday album. Um, That's we were, true. We're requested at the end of November to do our own take on Twas the Night Before Christmas. And as it turns out, that own take means uh, Ryan reading and me trying to read. <laughs> we did several, several, like that's yeah, probably like, the most takes we've done 
in a while. It was a lot. <laughs> um, to be fair, we had had a number of drinks at night, but the finished product was quite good. It was pretty good. Um, and I will say, normally we don't read during this, and that true. was a situation where we were reading. And it was a lot of reading. Yeah. Um, for a poem that was written 200 years ago, mm-hmm. which that's actually also super cool. This is the 200th anniversary of The Night Before Christmas being published. Well. So it's on the uh, George Mason University Green Machine Ensemble's Acoustic Holiday 2020 album. Yep. And I think it's also been on our... Uh... Instagram, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Yeah, yeah um, so we've linked it everywhere. Check I'll it out there. Also, put it up on the website so you can get a quick, easy access link to it there. Um, but we were joined by, well, on our track, uh, which is Fireside Chat, by the way, it's the last track on the album. Um, we were joined by an old, uh, old guest on the show. I'm sure, he'll love that. <laughs> and also a good friend, um, Andrew Velez. Yep. Who did the uh, piano backing to our our audio yeah he was our second guest our second musical guest on the show i think he was our first musical guest on the show was he he was the first oh yeah week. sorry i'm a second my bad um Um. so yeah we did a little call back with him um it was super fun to get to collaborate with him for sure um he did a great job with the piano accompaniment um but yeah go check it out um acoustic holiday 2020 album by the green machine ensembles super fun a lot of great musicians on there Mm -hmm. um we were definitely joined by some very talented folks on the album um but a great time and we were super honored to be asked to do it um we we were added to a facebook group chat (laughs) out of the blue it was yeah completely out of the blue we had no idea what was going on we had to scroll back through like 50 messages to even find some semblance of what the project was um, but once we figured it out, we were super about it. Um, we recorded it, and bing, bam, boom. We Here we were, are. Uh, we're on an album now. It's on Spotify. Um, so, yeah, your QFYT hosts are not just doing self-proclaimed some... famous now. We're on yeah. We're on other artists' stuff. We're doing some things. We're meeting up with other people. We're bing, bang, booming. Exactly. Booming, Speaking of booming, booming. Um, we've got some booming drinks tonight. We do. We do. We're doing a new thing in season two um called the qfyt at the bar segment Mm -hmm. and um you know what i'm gonna find some music for our very first qfyt at the bar all right so for our first at the bar segment um we have a classic Mm -hmm. the old-fashioned it's a great drink it's a whiskey-based drink for those of you that don't know um it's very easy to make, and actually what we'll be doing, or what I'll be doing moving forward, is each week for our At The Bar segment, I will be posting a video on YouTube of how to make the featured drink that week. And are you going to be doing that video from your very own bar that you built yourself? I will be doing it from my very own bar that I built myself. All right, excellent. We, um, we can't wait to see. I won't be there. He won't be, be there. I'll be taking a nap or something, <laughs> but... I'll be there. I'll be making the drinks. You'll get to learn how. Sometimes there'll be a creative twist on it. Sometimes it'll just be the straightforward drink. Anyways, this week, John and I are drinking Old Fashions. Yes, and they are delicious. Uh, Not going to lie. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, Normally, we just drink... uh, Vodka and a soda. Correct. Or juice. Sometimes we're healthy. Um, But (laughs) I decided I wanted to, you know, try to class up the show a little bit. You know, add a little bit of a new segment. So for an Old Fashioned, like I mentioned, you typically have a whiskey base um it's usually a bourbon Uh um 
But if you don't want the traditional, you can go with an Irish single malt or even a Scotch whiskey. Um, but I recommend a classic bourbon. Um, you do a Canadian blended. You could do a Canadian okay. blended. It's called okay. rye whiskey. Uh-huh. Um, it's not very always. not always. That's true, Sticky but it's bit. typically a Canadian rye that you see. Um, I would recommend if you're going to do that, use Crown Royals uh, Canadian rye. It's very good. I was actually the first bottle of alcohol I bought for myself. Interesting. Um, anyways, um, you have an ounce and a half of bourbon whiskey um, mixed with a half ounce of simple syrup. And then you put in a couple of dashes of bitters. I usually put in three to five, depending on who's drinking it. You might want to change that up a little bit. Why are you smiling at Season like to taste, if you will. Season to taste, if you will. <laughs> Typically garnished with an orange rind and a maraschino cherry. Mm-hmm. However, if you're in a pinch and you don't have oranges like we did tonight, you can use orange bitters and you get the same flavor. And here we are. And here we are. Yes. So a great drink. Um, the video language this, mm, you said banging and I caught that ing in there when I was trying to say later, (laughs) Um, the video later this week, we'll obviously go into more detail. We'll, I'll give you the full rundown. We'll see if you get my face in there or not. I haven't tested camera angles yet, so I don't know. Yeah, we're working on that. I don't know if I'm comfortable stepping out from behind the microphone and into the limelight yet. I mean... I own a photography company, but I cannot help you with anything <laughs> good. So we'll see. We have one GoPro that we share. Yeah. And it's mine. For now. For it's now. my GoPro. And he's been saying for months he's going to buy his own. But We'll see two weeks from now if somebody <laughs> out there listening purchases me a GoPro or not. <laughs> Tina. <laughs> or Dez. I mean, if Dez I wants mean, whoever. To, whoever. It if who. anybody wants to send it, we'll do that thing that like OnlyFans people do where they put an Amazon wish list on their OnlyFans and they're like, Spoil me, Daddy. I wouldn't know anything about that. I've never been on OnlyFans. That's what I hear. So that's what I hear. Tipping your hat there. Nope, buddy. that's what I hear. <laughs> Word around the block is. Word around the block. Mm-hmm. Is um, that what it is? Word on the street. Word, Word on, the, on street. the street. Billy on the street. But Word around the block isn't bad. I kind of mm-hmm. like that better. Huh. For those of you that don't know, John isn't great at common turn of phrases. I'm particularly horrible at them. However, I usually like his turn of phrase better. Yeah. So actually, we went to a brewery today, fully socially distanced and with masks and everything. But there's a song on by this band called The Wombats called Lemon to a Knife Bite. Um, and he, the lead singer talks about bringing a lemon to a knife bite. And that song always reminds me of how bad I am at... <laughs> Like, like the phrase would be bringing yeah. a knife to a gunfight. Yeah. Or like when life gives you lemons. I think it's just a mix of both of when those. Life gives you lemons. <laughs> I feel like it's just that mix of both of those that really like personifies or like brings my. Yep, that's definitely. <clears throat> yeah. Every time I listen to that song. John and I actually have been taking what we stated in the season one finale very seriously. We are trying to bring new content to the show this season. Um, so we've actually been touring, touring is a loose word. We've been visiting some local breweries, trying to find some new content for the show. We do have one lined up. That's Um, true. Hopefully in the next week or so, we will see another beer tasting on the show. So keep your eyes open. We'll definitely let you know before the episode happens. Can't wait. Um, but we have visited a few local breweries and wineries in the area. Mm -hmm. Um, so far pretty good. Um, 
Yeah, uh, I was super excited to go ahead and visit that one, and we'll talk a little bit about it later. We don't yeah, want to absolutely. We will dive in. Yeah, yeah we don't get into it right now. I don't bore you. Um, but what we do <clears throat> want to interest you guys in, because some of you have seen our story in our, our Instagram post, was John and I did take COVID tests this week. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, we found out at the end of last week that we were potentially exposed to the coronavirus. Um, yikes. yikes. We had no idea. Um, until like seven days, uh, five days after we yeah. had potentially been exposed. Um, and we immediately ordered tests um, because we just wanted to be safe. You know? And to be fair, the person who exposed us also knew on that day yeah. and was texting me like found in out, live. We found out immediately. Like we all got the information at the same time yeah. pretty much. Um, but thanks to Pixel Lab Core, as some of you may have seen in our post, um, we got tests at home tests that are very accurate yeah. um, within... I would say 36 hours yeah, of placing think, our order. We so, placed it like late Wednesday night. Yeah, and they and shipped we got it to them us by Friday, Friday at, noon. at noon. Yeah. And, and we sent them back out. Two out, Like less than two hours after they came to us, I think. Um, so we're waiting on those results, but... I mean, they received them less than 12 hours after we sent them out. Yeah, so... And we're just waiting. It's the weekend. Yeah. So we're waiting <laughs> on the lab to give us our results back. We're pretty sure we don't have it. Um, we've... It's been nine, nine days, I think, yeah. since we were potentially exposed, and we no haven't sort of shown any symptoms or anything like that. Um, as well as the person who may have exposed us. So yeah, so I think we're okay. Thank you, bitch. Uh, <laughs> unknowingly exposed yes. us, to be fair. Yes. Um, but we'll keep you all posted. I know you're all very concerned about our well-being. Is it true that you actually know somebody who had coronavirus? I do know somebody who actually currently has currently. coronavirus. Currently. We're still working on that. Okay. <clears throat> two, two people, actually. Well, fair. I've known three, um, but I'm only really in good contact with one. But you killed one of them, so... No. You only know two mm, now. Also, no. Okay. Um, I know all three people. They're all okay. still alive. Okay. Um, one of them is a very old acquaintance who I have seen once in the past probably 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, ironically mm-hmm. enough, very close. No, not you. Very close to the coronavirus starting, which is not when she got it, to yeah. be fair. Um, the other two I do know, and I still contact one of them regularly. But maybe, maybe, if my contact is willing, um, they may appear on the show later to just tell us what their coronavirus experience was like because we haven't known anybody who's had yeah, it fortunately thank god for us, yeah, yeah cheers but... to that but you know we're interested to know you know we've talked a lot about the testing policies and in national and international policies on quarantining and vaccines and all that stuff but we've never actually talked to anybody who's experienced the virus firsthand yeah um so we'd be very interested to talk to that person and hopefully they're willing to talk to you all about their experience with it they're doing as well as well as you can with a terrible virus <laughs> yeah. um they're not dead so that's, fortunate that's for a us. plus um and for them yeah um it's, well yeah yeah that something seemed very <laughs> selfish i'm sorry that seemed very mostly selfish. for them but um but yes, so we'll maybe in a couple of weeks have them on the show to talk about their experience. Yeah. Um, we'll keep you posted on our test results. Hopefully we come back negative in the next 24 to 48 hours. Yeah, but before we actually go to commercial break, you mentioned uh, coronavirus policy. I did. And I will say the United States did approve the Pfizer vaccine. They did. On Friday, I believe so. The um, FDA geez. was a little pressured. Yeah. But they yep. did approve yeah 
so the Pfizer vaccine. I believe on I want to say Tuesday, but please don't hold me to that. A board of about seventeen um, experts. It was Thursday, December tenth. Recommended that <laughs> I hate you. Recommended that the Pfizer vaccine be um, approved, and uh, eventually, late Friday night, it was approved by the chief of the FDA. Um, but, Under pressure for his job. Yeah, yeah. How did that go, right? Oh, you were the one who told me about it. So I'd love for you to share. So the president of the United States, um, who president is Donald J. Trump, mm-hmm. the first and only, mm-hmm. <laughs> sent out, I believe, well, so I won't say it was him himself, but the chief of staff of the White House, um, whose name I don't know. I don't remember anymore, honestly. I definitely don't know, so you would know. Yeah. Um, sent out a notification that if it wasn't approved, the Pfizer vaccine's emergency approval wasn't, um, you know, handled by friday in the united states yeah in the united states then the chief would have to submit his resignation (laughs) to the white house love that um which felt a little like painting him into the corner but it did and it was for the record that was the correct (laughs) use of that turn of phrase i I was looking it up as i was speaking (laughs) so um yeah so pfizer vaccine approved in the united states um we're joining a bunch of countries but before we really dig into the meat of that let's hear a few words from our sponsors based in sterling virginia beltway brewing company crafts quality local beer from their award-winning session ipas to sours traditional styles and craft hard seltzer beltway has something for everybody Free local delivery is available Wednesday through Friday to Ashburn, Sterling, Herndon, Reston. But if you live outside of those areas, you can still get same-day delivery with the low cost of $6. So go ahead and check out their website for more details. Make sure you use promo code QFYT15 to receive 15% off your order. Visit www.beltwaybrewco.com to place your order today. And we'd like to thank our friends over at Anchor and Beltway for continuing to sponsor us and uh, believing in what we do. Yeah, we're super happy to have at least a couple of sponsors so far. Um, It's super exciting for us um, that actual companies are interested in sponsoring our show. Um, You know, we look at success stories like the Joe Rogan experience and... um, (laughs) He signed like a hundred million dollar deal with Spotify, and obviously we're not there yet. Um, we're working on we're it. We're working on it. Maybe um, maybe twenty twenty one. That's our next 20... <laughs> uh, our January goal. That's our uh, our New Year's resolution is to be a successful yeah sponsored. Joe Rogan who <laughs> maybe not that big, but <laughs> maybe we could get Joe Rogan to like shout us out on his show. Wait until we're the only podcast on Spotify. They're like, you bring in so much revenue. That would shock me to my core because <laughs> they've been like, there's a 150% increase in podcasts since the quarantine started. All right, but we're one of them. If we win, we win. I saw an article the other day that some guy was tired of watching Fox News. So he started turning to podcasts to get his news. And that shocked me because I was like, if people listen to our podcast for the news, I mean, 
we're going to give it to you, but it's not going to be any less biased <laughs> than Fox News. It'll be biased in a different direction, but it's still going to be a yeah, little bit biased. We don't purport to give you just the facts or no. ever always the facts. No. And to be fair, the facts that we get are usually from other people. <laughs> like third hand. Like we're not at the White House press briefings. And we get them from the articles that we read about the White House press briefings. And we try. And sometimes we just read the like titles of the articles. Okay. I read deeper. All right. Well. I at least know when I read a headline and that's it. We usually try to find the articles that are the least biased as possible. Yes. Our preferred news outlet, at least my preferred news outlet, is Reuters TV. I agree. That's where I like to go. They're a third party. They're not sponsored by either political party. So they tend to be a little bit more neutral. Straight down um, the line. BBC the... is also really great. Anytime you watch a foreign news network talk about the United States... It's always very unbiased towards either party, but it's very biased against the United States. Yeah, because they have less stake in the process itself. <laughs> yes. Um, they don't Only care the results. If it's, yeah. Um, <laughs> they don't care if it's Republican or Democrat. They just want to know what Who happened. gets it. Yeah. yeah. I remember uh, our friends over at Mere Mortals Media, um, they did a segment right after the election was over, and it was only a four-minute segment, and they were talking about how, like, does it matter they're in Australia, to be fair. Um, they talked about, like, does it matter that Trump lost the election? <laughs> and the guy literally was like, no, it does not. Um, and it doesn't, like, because it doesn't affect them. Yeah. They were like, it does not matter fair to enough. us. It really doesn't matter. Um, yes, it's a huge thing politically across the world, but, like, it doesn't really matter to them that much. And I think that's interesting. When you think about that huge question of does it matter, it's yeah. like, does it matter on our day-to-day -day life? And I think the answer to that is no. But I think when you start thinking about like policies that Trump has pursued mm -hmm. or Biden will probably pursue, you think about like the Paris Peace Agreement or the Iran nuclear deal where yeah, those absolutely. might start to fall into. It's not your daily life, but sure. maybe eventually it will become your daily and life. And I think that's a, a major faux pas that a lot of potential or current voters commit in, in America is that they say, well, the president doesn't affect my daily life. Yeah. So what does it matter if I vote? Mm -hmm. I see your point to a degree, but like John just stated, you know, while President Trump didn't make decrees every day that directly affected how you bought your groceries yeah, or how or you went to school. Certain bills. Sure. Yeah. But what the policies he enacts or how he interacts with other countries or mm -hmm. what he decides on education can affect your daily life. Yeah. And so it's, you know, while, yeah, it does seem a little big picture and a little meta, it's important to still stay active and understand what's happening. Now, I definitely don't know as much as John does about politics, but I have tried to As much to keep as I up. pretend to know. Okay, well, that's reassuring. <laughs> um, but anyways, I believe we were teasing about the COVID-19 vaccine. Um, oh, yeah. So according to a Reuters article by Rich McKay, um, on Saturday, the United States hit a record of 16 million COVID-19 cases um, with pretty close to 300,000 deaths. Um, so not a great number nope, on great. either front. Um, I was recently told that the death rate was declining while the um, infection rate was increasing. And I was like, mm, that doesn't seem correct. And literally within 10 hours, 
there were numerous articles that popped up. They're like, the U.S. hits the highest death rate since August at 3,500 deaths. And I was like, Ugh. oh, so you hate to see it. Yeah. Um, but what you do love to see is that, like we said, the FDA did approve the emergency use of the Pfizer COVID vaccine. Hmm. Um, so the first vaccine was approved late on Friday by the FDA. Um, and it is expected to touch off a mass inoculation campaign. I'm quoting here. Quote. I'm sorry, Ryan. The inauguration is on the 20th. <laughs> <laughs> Let me start that quote over again. <laughs> quote, a mass inoculation campaign of unparalleled dimension to end the pandemic that has upended daily life and devastated the U.S. economy. The first, and that most of that sounded like a Trump quote. It did, but this is, well, there's actually literally the next sentence is a Trump quote. Um, this is why we have pop blockers on pop, our microphones. Pop, the amount lock, of and drop. P's and B's that I said in that last sentence. Um, so anyways, we do have approval to use it. Um, roughly 145 locations around the country will be receiving the vaccine on Monday. Um, and then there are 636 other delivery locations in the United States that are still going to be waiting to get the vaccine. Yeah, that's so that's been a huge thing. And I think we've talked about it before the logistics of it all. Yeah. Not even only within our country, but across the world. Um, obviously this is going to sound super selfish, but oh like boy. the focus uh, for Americans is going to be on the United States well, sure. first. Sure. Um, As is most countries. Yeah. I mean, not going to lie. That's what Trump was talking about. America first. But uh, but obviously the focus is in the United States first. So it's going to be a long time before everybody has the opportunity to get the vaccine. And it's going to be a long time before people trust the vaccine enough to get it. Um, We've talked about that number yeah. of times on the show yeah uh i saw a study recently that approximately only 50 percent of americans are interested in getting it in the first like wave if you will um a lot of Which people is don't great trust for the it other 50 yeah. percent yeah um quicker or yeah closer to the front of the line the unique thing i will say about the pfizer vaccine is they do they're partnering with biontech which is a german-based company who has a production plant in belgium so I know Europe will have easy access to the vaccine too. Europe already approved the vaccine on um, sometime last week. Last week, yeah. And, and Canada I, has also approved it. And if I understand correctly, there's a Pfizer plant in Michigan oh. um, that's been producing the vaccine as well. Uh, so that's nice for us. Good for us, us. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, makes shipping in, in the United States a lot easier. Yeah, that's smack dab in the middle. The one thing that I know that was an issue was that the Pfizer vaccine has to be stored at negative 70 degrees Celsius. A little chilly. Which we looked it up, and that's roughly 90 negative 90 degrees Fahrenheit. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. So for those of you wondering how cold that is, your extremities, if we're exposed, would fall off within seconds. Mm -hmm. um, it's a little chilly. A little cold. Yep. Um, so that was an issue, but apparently they figured out how to yeah, work around that. I think essentially, so I did see a clip um, where they were just taking the styrofoam like <laughs> cooler that you would get at any grocery store. For your organs. Yeah, and then filling it up with just dry ice. Oh, good. And I was like, got it. I mean, I if guess, it works, it works. Yeah, I guess that's what we're, you know, doing Apparently, now. if you can keep it at that negative 70 Celsius, you can store it at that for like 10 days. So what, what I'm interested in, and I don't know science, obviously, we've talked about this a number <laughs> of times, times. Um, is 
what temperature is it when they put it in my body? Um, because if it's negative 70 degrees, I feel yeah. like... Is it that negative 90 Fahrenheit? Because yeah. I don't want that in my veins. Because it feels uncomfortable. I we think have, you have a friend. We have yeah. a friend who has been donating their blood plasma. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't know that. I learned this um, from her. Um, when you donate your blood plasma, they take your blood like you would normally donate it. And then they separate the platelets from your plasma. And then they put the platelets back into mm-hmm. your body. Which is apparently extremely cold, and you can feel it going through your veins. And that feels like the extremely cold is just room like, temperature? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Maybe a little bit colder than yeah. that. But, like, can you imagine negative 90? Yeah. Like, that feels like it would just freeze, your freeze veins. my arm yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've always been afraid. Not afraid, but I've always said, no, you can take my whole blood and keep Don't it. Don't put it back in, But, man. yeah, just keep it. If it goes out... It's yours. Turns out if you're donating plasma, you have to do it twice a week. Yeah, that ain't me. I thought it was twice a month at first. I misread the text I got. Mm-hmm. It's twice a week. Yeah, that's literally not me. Apparently, you get paid pretty well for it. That's good for her. But I'm not interested in it. And I appreciate mm-hmm. that there Saving are... lives. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. that there are people yeah, out there who will do that. I'm not. Yes, that's not me. Um, you can't. I can't, but I have. You... Oh, well... <laughs> Anywho, anymore. <laughs> so, the COVID vaccine. The COVID um, vaccine. Thankfully, the first batch of shots in the United States is expected to be aimed largely at healthcare workers and the people who are living in long-term care facilities. Um, so that's nice. Yeah. I know there was some. That makes sense. I think what has been deemed is that the federal government will ship it to the states, and then each state has their own choice of how they distribute it. Um, that's what I've been reading largely. Um, but yeah, I mean, kudos to Pfizer and I know Moderna has also developed a vaccine, although I haven't seen anything about them shipping it anywhere. I have not either. I don't think it's been approved in any country yet. Um, Which is interesting because they both are at 95%. Yeah. I will say, uh, AstraZeneca dropped (laughs) their research and they were like, we're 70% effective. And, uh, the world was like, okay. And yeah, like try two, harder. Two companies had already come out with a ninety-five percent effective yeah. rate when they two weeks later were like, "We're seventy percent," and I'm done. Yeah, that's like going to school and being like, "The valedictorian got a ninety-nine percent in the grade, but I got a 70 <laughs> like, Shouldn't I get to give a speech? Congrats! You can give a speech, but like in the parking lot, <laughs> pre-recorded, and we'll see if we show it. Yeah, maybe. Um. Yeah, yikes. All right, but one thing I've been super excited to do after this vaccine comes out, everybody gets it, and we are good to go. But we don't get it. Oh, we'll probably not get it the first round. But either way, what I'm very excited to do in the year 2021... It's crazy, though. ...is travel. Yes. Do we have any plans to travel? I don't think so. Oh, just a few. Oh, okay, just just one or two. Yeah, one or two. Um, Well, we may have talked about it before, but we had concert tickets... Um, this past June, mm-hmm. to go to Colorado, Colorado, see good old Glass Animals perform at band. Red Rocks Amphitheater, which is should be everybody's, but definitely a musician's like wet dream it's performance venue. Gorgeous, it's beautiful. Like you're just surrounded by obviously Red it's Rocks, outdoor. but yeah, but like gorgeous venue, open like, skies, oof. stars and rocks. It's and, Colorado, yeah. so it's gonna smell like weed, but it's gonna look <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but it's beautiful. <laughs> um. 
So we had tickets to that for June of 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, that concert got postponed to June of 2021. Yep. So we provided we can are planning on going to that concert. Um, but before that, is there another cool trip we're going to? I think just a couple of days ago, I was on um, an airline app. Uh-huh. And I very easily booked tickets. Uh-huh. Um, it obviously wasn't a very long struggle between you and I outside oh, by a fire. Definitely for not. Maybe an hour and a half. Alcohol definitely didn't have any no, effect on that either. Nope. Um, but I think let me look through real quick. I think I have a plan to go to Europe. Mm. Where in Europe? Where are we going to? So it looks like my flight is from here to Dublin. Ooh. And then I think it looks like we're going to be there at the right time to go mm. to Eurovision. <gasps> Perhaps. What's Eurovision, John? Eurovision is a song competition in Europe. And they get very excited about it. Every country sends one artist or band um, to compete mm-hmm. on behalf of their country, mm-hmm. similar to the Olympics, mm-hmm. except for one. music. Yeah. Um, and it will be held this year. Yeah, well, 2021. Sorry. In Rotterdam, Netherlands. You know what else is in Rotterdam? Or um, no, I'm sorry, Rotterdam's in Rotterdam. But yep. you know what else is in the Netherlands? <laughs> What's there? Amsterdam. And that's something Ryan learned today. I learned that today. I also learned For it the three fourth days time. ago, and I learned it last <laughs> week. But I remembered it today. And I love that for you. We're growing. <laughs> I thought Amsterdam was in Germany. Then I thought it was its own country. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't what know how many was, but a country. I don't know how many times you asked me if Bert, Belgium was the capital of Germany. <laughs> but was what, it not? But what we're gonna do is explore that. Yes. In May. Yes. What, what was also my downfall was I was not sitting here next to our yeah. gorgeous Europe map. Yep. Um, and <clears throat> and we'll go through that together. But yes, I was shafted last year and did not get to travel with you and our good friend to Dublin. I'll shaft you. That, <laughs> that's that was this year. Um, that was this year. That's yeah, true. Right, as, right yeah. as uh, COVID was starting. Yeah, fortunately for us. So I will say, I remember, um, so I went to Dublin. Um, sorry if you were shafted. But one of the days I went to Germany to see my host family from when I was an exchange student in high school. And uh, just sitting with them, I was like, hey, I probably don't have COVID. Um, <laughs> but they were talking about all the people doing this thing called hamstering, translating that to English. Um where they just gather a bunch of cans and toilet paper and whatever, um, which I guess hamsters That is do. not what I thought hamstring yeah, was. You know, stuff it in their cheeks. Squirrels well, I thought something too. was getting stuffed in the cheeks, but I thought it was different <laughs> cheeks. <laughs> the wrong cheek. Wrong cheeks. Um, but anyways, we'll be spending about a week in Europe. Europe overall. Um, depending on whether or not we can get... We're working really hard to get press credentials. I think we mentioned this in our season finale. Mm-hmm. We're working really hard to get press credentials to go see Eurovision. Yeah, and we'd love to meet some of those awesome artists uh, who've worked really hard to get where Absolutely. they are. We and, are annoying Americans, but yeah. we like to think we're on the nicer side of the annoying Americans. Yeah. Um, so I think we should be given press credentials. I agree. And literally, there's a lot of work that goes into it. Most of it's waiting, but yes. we're working on it. We're working on it so hard. We really hope we can get the credentials. If we can't, we're still going to buy tickets or try to buy tickets. Yeah, they don't look that go. expensive. And if we can't get that, then we're just going to spend a really awesome week in Europe. Yeah. Um, we're going to send a GoFundMe out so you guys yeah, can buy we're gonna, tickets. Yeah, we're going to send a GoFundMe out because it's not cheap. Um, but also, if you guys are interested um, in 
contributing to yeah. our experience there send us some suggestions if you've ever been to europe if you have a particular place in europe that you think is super cool yeah um we already plan on going to the guinness brewery the uh jameson distillery mm-hmm. and the giants causeway while we're in dublin um but after that if we can't make it to eurovision we don't have a ton of other stuff planned yet so yeah. if you want to get in on that let us know and I will say, I think we have a little bit of time in Amsterdam if we're lucky. Uh, and that's in the Netherlands. Yeah, that is in the Netherlands uh, on our way to Rotterdam. And I think we do plan on going to a few places that Tina has suggested. So uh, we'll be sure to report from there. Well, good old Tina. Yeah. She never has an end to suggestions. She does us. not. And that's uh, kind of what drives us. So. <laughs> it's one of the things. Um, speaking of, as many of you have seen, we have started a daily quote. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're interested in participating, please do it. Send us a quote. Doesn't matter which platform it's on. It could be the website, it could be any of our social media. Um, send us your favorite quote or just a quote that you found that really motivates you. We'll feature it on our Instagram and Twitter feeds, and we'll tag you in it. We, as we've stated, we really, really, really love to feature our followers yeah that's one of our favorite things to do have people on the show feature your words feature your videos so just send it in there's no way to feature it if you don't send it in yeah also any art that you have or words or pictures or you guys are performing musicians or artists or dancers or whatever pictures of airplanes who cares yeah we (laughs) build engines that's very pointed um (laughs) at me we would love to feature anybody on our social media on our website um we don't have a ton of followers yet but we're working on it working on it also we're coming for you joe rogan (laughs) it's freaking december it's december well i don't know when that happened but it's here just after november um i will say i will say today was an impeccably beautiful day Mm -hmm. um and you and i actually went for a i don't want to call it a hike it wasn't a hike we went through a nature stroll yes Mm mm-hmm um it was was really nice it was very nice it was like 68 today yeah um i didn't like it because i like my decembers to be cold hmm. um but it was cool that we could go be outside because john won't go outside with me if it's colder than 60 that is correct uh that is a a policy i have tattooed just above my butt (laughs) cramp stamped on my right above his entrance only tattoo yes my brown eye what i will say is um (laughs) it was a beautiful day and um what we expect is that it's going to be cold as shit this week yeah i heard we're supposed to get 12 inches of snow later this week tell it 12 inches oh Oh, i'm sorry i boo boo you don't even get to say it now (laughs) you don't even get to say it now my apologies you know what i mean wink everyone at home um but yeah i don't know where john was going with that but i was going with sweater weather for that um and I'll make you sweat. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to be having a ugly sweater competition mm-hmm. um, from now until Christmas. Um, ish. Ish. So, no, until Christmas. We're going to say until Christmas. If you're yeah. wearing an ugly Christmas sweater after Christmas, you're doing it wrong. So you haven't from... December is Christmas, Brian. You get yeah, the whole month. You get from the 14th, which is when this episode comes out, to the 25th. Hmm. You get 11 days. So when do we judge? I don't know. We'll post. We're after. working on it. Haven't gotten that far. 
we're having an ugly Christmas comp- sweater competition. <laughs> you can also have an ugly Christmas competition, whichever works for you. Yeah. Um, send us your pictures of yourself in an ugly Christmas sweater. We'd love to once again feature that on our social media. Or somebody else. If you happen sure. to go out somewhere and you, and you see, see somebody see someone... who's ugly but also wearing a Christmas sweater, mm. feel free to take a picture. Please try to get their permission first. But we don't ask questions. If you send us a picture, we won't ask. Yeah, we don't know. Um, but by Christmas, try to get your submissions in. We will post the winner of the ugly Christmas sweater competition on our episode after Christmas, which is the second. Nope. Yep. Oh, nope. the 27th? Monday the twenty eighth. Is that a Monday? That oh. is a Monday. Oh, yep. So Monday the twenty eighth will be the the winner will be announced for the ugly Christmas sweater competition. And at that point, you will learn what you win. Because we're working on that. We have a pretty strong understanding. It'll be a good prize. Don't yeah. worry. It'll be good. You don't know, but we might. We do. Um, well, we literally talked about this I know we ago. talked about it. Not minutes. Hours ago. <laughs> Time is relative, John. That's correct. It's 2020. Time Anyways, doesn't matter. We've gotten to that point in the episode where we're rambling. Um, so welcome back to Quarantine for Your Thoughts. We're, we're going to probably have about 20 episodes in this season. So you got to like sometime in April. Don't give me that look. That's a number we agreed upon. Is it? Um, we'll have a number of episodes in this season. Um, but yeah, welcome back. We're excited to be back. Hopefully in the next couple of weeks you hear some guests on the show. Um, maybe even hear John and I in some new places. Um, check it out. We have a donation page up on the website now. If you don't feel like buying gear, but you do want to hear John and I in new places with new people on the show... Mm-hmm. Feel free to donate. We're trying to raise $2,000 to make sure we have equipment for being portable. Um, so we can go to breweries, we can go to wineries, we can go to restaurants, we can go to other countries. Um, we can have other people on the show. Um, but we're trying to raise $2,000 for equipment. So we would love to see you guys donate on the website. Um, we... oh, thank you for helping us be portable and not just poor. <laughs> we'll that. still be poor, yeah, but we'll but be portable less... and poor. Yes, yes. Um, so that yeah. could be the new, uh, after the quarantine's over, that could be the new uh, Portable name. and poor. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I do follow this Insta- or this YouTube channel. His name is Bald and Bankrupt, and that's basically the same thing. Pretty much. Um, so, yeah. Thank you all for listening. We really missed you the last two weeks. It felt very weird to not be recording. Um, last Sunday, I literally got up and started to walk up to the studio. And I was like, oh, we're not doing that this week. Um. So yeah, write in, give us your thoughts. We are probably going to have an Instagram live next week for episode two. Um, unless we have guests on the show, in which case we won't. Um, you know us. We shoot from the cuff. Fuck the cuff. Fuck the cuff. Hashtag fuck the cuff. Um, but yeah, thanks for joining us. Yeah. Thanks for being here. Join our new website. What's the website? Yeah, you updated Same the website, website, right? I did update the website. Yeah, so we're no longer hosting the show on our website. Um, we weren't getting enough statistics from that. So yeah. now, if you go to the website, the homepage will direct you to our Spotify or Apple Podcast page. Um, both are free to listen to if you don't have accounts. Um, but we also have several other sites that we're listening on. I think we're listening on six other websites or platforms. I don't know how you want to call it. But they're all listed there. We'll put the YouTube page up, too, so you can see our at-the-bar moments. Um, but yeah, go to the website. Give us a listen. 
give us a donation, buy some merch, you know, whatever shoot, whatever floats your boat, whatever shoots your boat. That's a John. Whatever that's shoots a John-ism. your boat. That's a Johnism right there. <laughs> but um, thank you guys for having on. Uh, we can't wait to hear from you. Nope. Yep. And you'll hear from us next week for episode two of Quarantine for Your Thoughts. Yeah.